welcome to episode 43 of the Smitty FM podcast. I am your co-host, Justin Smitty Smith, and with me as always is my faithful co-host, the C-3PO to my R2-D2, Brian Ragayami. Hello. Uh, I don't understand that reference. That's okay. It's <laughs> it's some indie film. Some indie film, yeah, made by some art house. Nah, probably doesn't yeah. do much. Uh, <laughs> hi, how you doing? <laughs> Good. How are you? Oh, um, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, you know when like young kids hear music that you like, and they just don't get it. You know how frustrating yeah. that is. Yeah. That, ha- that happened to me tonight. Oh yeah. Playing magic with Luke. Uh, Luke is my nephew, uh, Freddie's son, and I had I put on a playlist. It was like '90s hip hop. Huh. And so, so what you want came on by the Beastie Boys. Oh, such a good song. He's like, "What is this music?" I'm like, "Oh, it's, oh. it's, rap, it's rap music. It's good, right?" He's like, it "Sounds like rock." I'm like, it, it, "It's rap, though." He's like, "No, it's got the guitar and stuff." And it's like, and I'm like, "Yeah, but it's rap too." He's like, "No, I can't." I'm like. They can put rap and rock together. It's not against the rules. Yeah. <laughs> it was very frustrating. It was very frustrating. And then Jump Around came on by House of Pain. Oh, my gosh. Grace was bopping in her chair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as you do to that as song. As you do. To you really don't have a say in the matter. It's no. What happens? That's, you just can't help it when that happens. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So that that happened tonight. So that, that didn't help me ma- you know, feel young or anything. Yeah, so. old man. <laughs> but <clears throat> oh my goodness! But yeah, no, I had a good, uh, right. I had a good week, had a good weekend. Uh, got done we had, today, and we had a good week prior because we, we did didn't have record last week. That's right. And we both were on vacation last week, so we got a little bit to catch up on. That's right. That's right. Yep we uh, we each took spring break off. Uh, our boys um, all had spring break last week. You got an extra day. Your your boys got an extra day. Well, they got an extra day. You did I did not. Your boys got the extra. Day. I was going to say, I'm like, Sorry. I didn't get, I didn't uh, get that luxury. You did not get that luxury. Um, and uh, but yeah, we we came out to Batavia on Monday. We weren't able to see you guys. Cause little Smitty Red, just a little, nah, just a little, the youngest. We'll say the youngest. The youngest. One, yeah, he he got sick with an ear infection. You guys, it said? was like an ear infection. Yeah, with you with the baby, we didn't want anything to get to her. Yeah, and so we ended up seeing both grand uh, grandmas, great grandmas uh, for them. Uh, they got to they got to meet the baby. Hang out with uh, with the boys for a bit, and we got some free pizza and some free breakfast food, and um, and then the rest of the week uh, we were cleaning up around the house, getting stuff done. Uh, yeah, I mean we just we tried to we tried to get a, a few th- as many things done as we possibly could, and uh, it was fun. It was good. It was good times. Lots of uh, lots of fun, you know, baby times and everything. And um, she's getting big. She's almost twelve pounds now. So, so yeah, she's doing good. Doing good. How was uh, how was your time? I'm pretty sure you built a uh, playset. 
Yes, we did. Uh, weekend was there. That week was good. Um, yeah, that Monday, that day you were supposed to come over, but then we kind of called you off. And then we started, because uh, for Christmas, my boys got uh, the uh, picture from Santa saying that they were going to be getting a swing playset. And now was about the time to take care of that. And it uh, <laughs> turned into not three full days, but it was eventually a three-day project. Uh, got a good chunk started on Monday. And then Tuesday, uh, my oldest had an appointment earlier in the day. I had an appointment a little bit later in the day. So then after that, we started working on part two. And we were going good. And my boys were at my parents' house to kind of get them out of the hair. Because my youngest was, uh, he's he really likes helping, being a helper. Mm-hmm. But he's four. And we're trying to, like, <laughs> get, like... Uh, we're trying to get like, you know, screws in and holding big pieces and all that. And then it was just like, like getting to the point where he's getting upset because he wanted help. Like he'd have like, uh, a wrench or something and then he wouldn't give it to us (laughs) because he wanted to help. Yeah. Uh, so we had my mom take them. Yeah. We had my mom take them over her house. And we got a good chunk of it done on the second day. Then I'd go to my parents' house to get, like, a big, like, mallet because we had to hammer in some spikes to anchor in parts. And by the time I got back, I was looking at Mrs. Smitty, and I'm like, okay, I'm beat today. And she's like, yeah, me too. So, So on Wednesday, we started early. And then we had to stop because we were surprising our boys with taking them to go see uh, Sonic 2 at nice. the movies. And they... Sorry. Uh, my computer is apparently connected to Mrs. Smitty's phone. So she's getting <laughs> iMessages. And I'm getting dings on them. Nice. So... Because so, I don't know if you can hear the dings when can. they come in. I okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to. I don't know if there's anything I can do to stop that. Yeah, so it's fine. We can figure it out. Yeah, the show. We'll keep so it. Just, we'll keep it. Yeah. So just let me all know. You know what? You're just gonna hear some dings. Yeah. Maybe if you're listening, you'll think it's your phone. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And and Mrs. Uh, Smitty will hear uh, it too and be like, oh, yeah. I should probably turn that off. <laughs> or be like, oh, it's my contribution to the show. Dings. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so Wednesday we we told them there was a surprise, but we didn't tell them anything. Like, and so they they were then going crazy trying to guess, and we're like, you can guess, we're like, really, like, just so you know, we're like, even if you guess it right, we're not telling you what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we got them in the car and we went and they've never uh, we went to Tinseltown, which they haven't been to. They've been to a couple other movie theaters. But they haven't been there, so it wasn't like as we were pulling up, they were like, oh, that's what we're here for, because they had no idea what that building was. Yeah. Uh, so we told them it's a movie theater, and then my oldest was like, Sonic 2? Well, to be accurate, they refer to it as Sonic the Movie, and then Sonic the Movie 1, Sonic the Movie 2. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Sonic the Movie 2? And we're like, yeah. And so then they got super excited. And they loved it, and, you know, nice reclined seats, and we had snacks and popcorn, and 
they had a blast and uh, my youngest was because they were in between the two of us so he was next to me and he kept like you know because they're the reclined seats he kept putting the legs down i'm like where are you going and he was apparently getting tired because when he gets tired he gets lately he gets affection yeah and he kept saying he was getting up to come give me a hug <laughs> and so then then we moved the armrest up and the two of us are kind of just sitting together watching and like afterwards they were just like freaking out and yeah. you know being four and six not really understanding you know how movies and productions work they're like you know <laughs> there's a good <laughs> credit scene yeah they they want to go see three and we're yeah. like that that's not how it works but yeah, that guys and take some time and and because they're growing up in the world where everything's on streaming like with like the palm patrol movie that got put out like on paramount plus as and we they'd watched it a bunch and then we took them to movies yeah it was same day as theaters right like it was yeah 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 with that uh so they were like oh so we'll go home and watch this at home and i'm like <laughs> that's not how that works yeah uh, yeah so but they were super excited about that then we got home and we finally finished the playset and um i then find, finally started putting together uh, all my nerd stuff in the office uh started that previous weekend and then you know i had, i was doing my shelves like i had a marvel shelf and there was like they're just all clustered together yeah and then mrs smitty ordered me some like little stands like there's like a two pack of it's like three stands, so it was two packs of that. Okay. There was like a small that's narrow, one that's a little bit taller, a little bit wider, the one that's a little bit taller than that, a little bit wider than that, and there was two of each. Nice. And so then uh, Thursday and Friday, she went to Ohio with her mom because her youngest brother, who lives out there, was getting LASIK, so they were out there to help him. So it was just me and the boys, and then I was putting some more touches on all the nerd stuff that I can look at now and uh, we're going to be ordering more stands at some point and now I have room for some more nerd stuff and so (laughs) uh, but yeah uh, so and then Easter uh, we went to my cousins and before that uh, my parents came that morning and hid eggs all along our backyard and our front yard and the boys had no idea they were even here, so they came because <laughs> they knew they were coming with like baskets for them. Yeah. But then my parents were like, "Oh, as we got here, the Easter Bunny was leaving." Because when the boys woke us up, my oldest had already looked out the window, and he's like, "There's no eggs outside." Aww. And then, and but and we knew my parents were gonna be doing that. So yeah. then when my mom's like, "Yeah, it was just here," and then they go outside, and there's eggs everywhere, and <laughs> so it like blew his mind because. He had seen that there were no eggs, <laughs> and now all of a sudden there's yeah. a bunch. Yeah. Uh, so Easter was good, and then, yeah, back to work this week, and just, you know, working, dealing with that. And uh, today, uh, our church, Northgate, had a kid's color run that I was just told about the other day, and oh. the boys were iffy on it, and then... Uh, they woke me up this morning, and Mrs. Smitty told me that it's a start at 11, and a little before 10, they had decided that they wanted to do it. 
Oh. So, and my youngest was in, my oldest didn't want to, and then yeah. as they were talking about it, then my oldest signed on, and uh, <laughs> uh, so we went and did that, and I, and it was kind of like, it wasn't like a formal run or anything, just, yeah. literally they had like the chalk powder, and uh, I'll just show, send you some pictures later, because yeah. they got covered, and they had a blast, and. Sounds awesome. So then we just kind of. Then we came back, and I kept passing out of my chair because I was up late last night, and then then I went and ran around with them a little bit and came home and passed out, and yeah, be like, uh, yeah, uh, so I felt like I did more on the week off, but then it went by quick, and uh, this coming Friday, I'm actually going to see uh, Jim Gaffigan out in Rochester, so I'm nice. excited about that. So we'll have to talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then this thing past week, Mrs. Smitty brought to my attention that, and I was looking, pulled up uh, in Spotify, that episode one of the Smitty FM podcast was uh, put out April 26th, which, you know, today we are recording is the 23rd. And yeah, so we're pretty much on the one year of doing this. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's been you know that you know some people are like, if it's one year, why you only have forty three? It's like, well, you know, we've <laughs> taken weeks for family stuff or tech issues or health issues or scheduling issues, and yeah, yep. so you know, missed a few weeks here and there, but all in all, yeah, so one year of doing this. Yep. It's really like, we're, uh, hello, we're humans. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, we can't do it every week, especially when we're not getting paid for it. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, I, I was trying to take a positive swing, spinning <laughs> on things, and you're just like, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so it, it's been fun doing this, you know. We've mm-hmm. definitely had a lot of progress since those first bunch of episodes where I was doing it on my phone through mm-hmm. a gaming headset and then a hand little handheld mic and yep. the various tech issues where like every time I Bob Barker. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny Bob Barker like Tiny the microphone Bob was like yeah. so. <laughs> and you know, every time I've made a tech improvement, things have gone we've had more issues. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, so why is that happening? Yep, yep. How is it we had no issues when I was on my phone? But it sounded terrible, whereas yeah. now it sounds better. But <laughs> every week it's work. like, every week we're like, okay, are we good? Are we are, are we sure we're good? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And then uh, I definitely uh, mistakenly <laughs> used the same well, episode well, title. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I, so we were, the other day we were working, we are on the phone. Well, I was working, because you apparently had time to look at stuff on your phone. Yes. So you say you were working, but I don't think you were doing anything. <laughs> uh, and you, like, because you were talking about episode titles, and you were saying how the one that you liked the most was back in the day, which was a Thursday, mm-hmm. which is a, you know, nod to a Dane, old Dane Cook joke. Yes. And then we were like, oh, we should look at, you know, like, let's pull up what all the episode titles have been. And you were reading them off to me, and some of them were like, why was it called that? And yeah. you'd read the episode description. And then, yeah, then what did you discover? 
Uh, I discovered that apparently every time we come back from a break, uh, even if it's just one week, I use the title back at it like a bad habit. That's happened twice. Because there, there have been two episodes titled that so far. <laughs> so now, if people are really listening, I'm just going to keep it going until I get called out on it on social media. You know? And unless you guys engage on uh, on Twitter with us or Instagram, like, hey, I'm just going to keep doing it every time we take a break and come back. You know? So <laughs> that's how I'm going to so... do it. So apparently that's what this episode is going to be called. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we were off. Yeah, we were off last week, so who knows? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, like when you just when you read it the second time, you were dying <laughs> yeah. laughing. Yep. And funny. I had to control myself because I was driving. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes uh, so uh, I was laughing, but yeah, you were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Can't believe I did that. Yep. Um, Way to go, winner! Yeah, but yeah, been it's been a year. Can't believe it's already been a year, but yeah, 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 craziness, craziness. Yeah, you know, last change. You know, a year ago we were at our apartment, and then mm, you know, in true. that time frame, you know, putting the offer on a couple houses, got this house, and moving to this house, and. You've had a baby since then, and yeah. a lot of a lot of life stuff happened that year. That's true. And, you know, all all documented on this stupid thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. It serves as a as a uh, history book for us. Time capsule. Yeah, time yeah. capsule. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. So you know, for all of you, you know, all ten of you who <laughs> ten, I say that. I say that very optimistically. Uh, for all of you <laughs> listening, thank you. Yes. Uh, you know, hope you keep listening and hope you enjoy it. You know, please, you know, spread the word. You know, we'll get to all that stuff later. The trying to push our stuff, but mm-hmm. thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, yes. you know, yeah. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. All right. So you, you want to have a. <laughs> We're going to call it the weekly Rye Guy Gets Heated segment. Yeah, it, if it ends up being weekly. Because I, I might not be passionate about something this week. But this week, okay. So this past Monday, I hosted trivia at a local barcade called Three Lives here in Syracuse. And one of the rounds that I did was about music. And one particular gentleman on the team that won... He said uh, that the round was a bad round because it was too easy. And everybody else struggled with that round. He did not because apparently he's a musical savant even more than you are. Um, And uh, my second question was about the song Mr. Blue Sky by Electric Light Orchestra in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. He proceeded to say that he listened to that song on cassette when he was younger and that he still has that cassette and still listens to it in that way. And when I talked with you about this, I got very heated. Yes, you did. You got very heated on it. So for those who don't know, 
hipsters tend to bring old, outdated things back and try and make them trendy again. In the case of, let's say, playing retro video games or even like new games that have the retro like NES look, that's a good thing. Bringing back vinyl records, that's a good thing. We do not need to bring back cassette tapes. <laughs> they sound awful. They will literally die on you. I mean, you will die before they die. But, like, they they run by magnets. And magnets eventually lose their effectiveness. And not to mention the horror that would happen mm-hmm. if your te- cassette tape got unspooled. Like, if that came undone, and it got twisted, and then you tried to fix it, and it was it was done. Your tape was ruined. It was the worst. And the, they weren't cheap. I think they were more expensive than CDs when they were still prevalent. Really? Is, is, well, I, I don't recall. I, maybe not. Maybe, that could be wrong. But either way, they were, they were close in price to CDs. They weren't that – if they were cheaper, they weren't that much cheaper. And I just, I don't understand why that would be a hipster thing to bring back. That's an old, obsolete piece of technology that does not need to come back. We don't need CD-ROMs on computers anymore. We don't need cassette tapes to play music. CDs, vinyl, or digital. That's all we need. That's all we need. I, I, I don't I don't need my voice is going up some octaves there I don't I you know yeah. I ah, we don't need cassette tapes to come back they're bad for us they're bad for us I remember bad for us. <laughs> I remember a few years ago I think it was like ten a year ten years ago I think Sony made a new type of cassette tape or at least said they were maybe it was in the prototype phase. But I remember seeing it on the news in like a tech, a really, really short like tech uh, sort of segment. And they described it as a cassette hard drive where the cassette could actually hold like, I think, a few dozen gigabytes of data on it. I don't know how it worked. I have no idea like what it did but i don't think it ever came out and that's a good thing because again cassettes are bad for us we've moved on let it stay in the past as kylo ren said let the past die let it move on don't shake your head at that that's a good reference that's a good reference from a good star wars movie i don't care if you don't like last jedi uh <laughs> I'm heated right now. I'm in my feelings. <laughs> so, so yeah, I I just uh I don't I don't want cassettes to come back. If you listen to cassettes, whatever. It's fine. But buy them at an antique store somewhere. They don't they don't need to be back in like Walmart or Target where there's an actual like area cuz like in Target you know, you see the vinyl records and stuff. Yeah, and Walmart. They both and do. Walmart, yeah. yeah like, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. And it's old. It's not even, like, new stuff. It's, like, prestige old stuff. Like, that's well, cool. it's both. Like, is it, they is have it? new. 
Yeah, it's okay. a mix. Okay. Like at those stores, they do have like new releases on vinyl. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, just vinyl's cool. It's got that cool like crackly sound, you know. Like it's that's a, a that's a classic, unique sound. Don't need my tape slowing down and warping anymore, you know. Like I don't don't need that. So, but uh, but yeah, that's my rant. And now I'm gonna eat what is either a booger or juicy pear jelly bean. So I, I was gonna say I'm like no one knows what you're talking about. Like <laughs> I say, and you just slid into that like it was a yeah. natural. Uh, he has the bamboozled or beanboozled. Mm-hmm. Like, boozled. Beanboozled where it's jelly bellies and it's either a good one or a bad one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm saying this because he didn't tell any of you listeners that that's what he's doing. Yeah. He just went into that. Mm-hmm. Like it was a natural progression, which it was not. <laughs> I, believe I, right. got, uh, I believe I got the pair. So I'm good. All right. Okay. <laughs> anyways. Uh, so yeah, so that just so you all know, that didn't get nearly as heated as when we were actually talking about it. Because when we were talking about this thing on Tuesday, you were getting yeah, you were going. Maybe maybe it's because maybe it's because I got you all actually, of it out. Yeah, you already got the heat out. <laughs> I might have gotten the heat out. Yeah. You know, it's like a like a pressure cooker. You already hit the valve once. <laughs> That's right. You already had that burst. That's right. Now it's just the residual. Yes. <laughs> all right so uh, moving on uh we will you know i'm running on you know it's been a year running on creative ways to get to it you like games <laughs> we talk about them so this week for has rock i played it have you played fallout 3 fallout 3 have i played it yes i have fallout 3 why you sound like why you sound like Vince McMahon there? Oh. You're fire. <laughs> I played it. Um, yes, Fallout it was Three. Me, <laughs> it was me all along. Um, okay, Fallout Three. Fallout Three came out in 2008, uh, and it's awesome. I got I first got it in 2010. I bought it for my PS3. Um, and I got the game of the year edition and I believe it was on sale for like 10 bucks at GameStop. They were doing like a special, uh, like tax day sale or something like that. Like, you know, make your taxes go farther. And, um, yeah, it was 10 bucks and I put in well over a hundred hours into that game. Um, I played through all of the downloadable content stuff that was added onto the game. Um, and it's awesome. It's by today's standards. It's like when you look at it, it's not all that appealing. It's very gray. It's very drab, but it's supposed to be because it's about, um, a, an America set. I believe 50 like from now about 55 years in the future but instead of things ever advancing past the 1950s they every all the style and everything just kind of stayed so everything's like this retro future look 
Uh, and then, like, there's little, like, snippets that you see on, like, loading screens of, like, you know, the United States annexing Canada, China, and Russia combined to become a superpower. And then eventually oh. it's an all-out nuclear war. China attacks us. We attack China. Um, the whole world just gets blown to smithereens. Um, and so now you are a survivor uh, in the you know about a hundred years after that, you're a survivor of the planet, and um, I think the main story was that you're trying to find your dad, who is played by Liam Neeson. Um, <laughs> so that was kind of weird, but cool. Um, but yeah, it was like it was a really cool game. There's like things, there's like special abilities you can get where there's like a small chance every time you. Uh, get into a combat situation where uh it's called there's a perk that you can get where it's called mysterious stranger and what will happen is uh a guy in like a think like a dick tracy getup of like the trench coat and the hat uh not as bright it's not like bright yellow but but he'll stand next all of a sudden he's just there standing next to the creature that you're fighting against and will shoot it and kill it for you um and uh so that was pretty cool um if you wandered off into an area that you weren't supposed to be at yet you would get destroyed by enemies that were way stronger than you um and uh and yeah it was really cool uh you could be part of factions you could talk with like wackadoos and you know like it's the post apocalypse and you know sometimes people drink radiated water too much and so you know like and funny enough uh if you exposed yourself to too much radiation your character would actually well one you could die of radiation poisoning just straight up but if you let it get to certain levels you would have like um other characters could see that you had like a third arm or (laughs) yeah or like just weird stuff it was it's a very morbid like the humor in the game is very morbid, um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's funny. The um, the mo- like the currency in the game are bottle caps. Okay, I've heard about that. Heard but that? I never yeah. knew that. But I heard something about bottle caps because like I've never re- actually really played any of the Fallout, so like I've okay. heard stuff about bottle caps, but I'm like I didn't know the significance of that. Yeah. Yeah, so in in their future, bottle caps become the currency because nobody's printing money anymore. So there's still paper money in the game, but you sell the paper money to get bottle caps. (laughs) So (laughs) it's pretty cool um, because I think think the the storyline reasoning behind it is that there was a uh, a soft drink um, corporation called Nuka-Cola and they were creating that, yeah. so much soda that you know the bottle caps were became they became more abundant than money itself. So, um, so yeah, they just uh, they just use the caps as, as currency. So um, it's pretty cool, um, very unique, and yeah, Fallout Three, great game. I recommend it for anybody that likes you know role playing games that. Uh, that have more action and aren't, um, you know, turn-based. Um, it is vulgar. It's pretty vulgar. Uh, very violent 
Um, you know, they show like just some dismemberment and stuff like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a fantastic game. Like it's just it's a classic for sure, and one of my absolute favorite games of all time. Um, all so, right. Yeah, Fallout Three, great game. All right, good choice by me. Yeah, very <laughs> good choice by you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And speaking of Fallout. <sighs> Let's talk about the fallout from WrestleMania 38. <laughs> Don't shake your Literally. head. Come the on. worst part is that no one besides me can see the poop-eating grin <laughs> on your face at that transition. Like, you have just, like, the, I... You're an idiot. <laughs> what? Why have already, I been doing this for a year? We've Why already established this. We've <laughs> already established I'm an idiot. Um, but yeah, so we, uh, yeah, WrestleMania happened, what, the first weekend of April this year, I think? I think it was the second. Second weekend. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it was just, it was, it was a very fun WrestleMania. Like, I didn't watch all of last year, so I can't say for sure, like, how it compares last year or even 36 which was the the very eerie covid wrestlemania yeah. where they had no crowd uh i no saw a couple one. things yeah. here and there but um as far as as far as more recent wrestlemanias go i would say overall uh very good show i had lots of yeah. fun with it no build whatsoever to speak of not really for, mo- for, for most like of the matches. matches yeah like Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar probably had the best build. Um, but I think that speaks uh-huh. more to the caliber of those guys than the actual writing. Um, and, uh, but yeah, like it was just, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I mean, we can go uh, night one um, and just kind of see if we want to sit on anything. Yeah. Uh, and I will, and I'll say because, yeah, you know, as has been now what they do since the quarantine one, they mm-hmm. now make them two nights. Yes. Uh, so the first night was while we were recording the our episode for that night. Yes. And then I had gotten to watch some, I think, before we came up or can't remember. So I've been kind of chipping away at the matches. Mm-hmm. And I just finished uh, the Brock-Roman match, or just started and finished it tonight. Uh, there are matches, because I can't remember if I've said it on here before, but I've told you a bunch, that, like, gosh, the last over a decade, like, I like watching wrestling. I enjoy wrestling. It's yeah. good. But, man, when I start watching wrestling, if I am remotely tired, <laughs> I it puts me to sleep. Just like, hypnotizes you. And it's not like, oh, WWE is boring. Like, any wrestling. I watch AEW, I fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I watch WWE, NXT, ROH. Yeah. It's like something with, like, the body's moving or me just sitting there. But just, I pass out. So and it's I've, not that you want to go to sleep. <laughs> you want to no, sleep. No, I want to watch it. Yeah. Uh, so, like, through, through watching the two nights of WrestleMania over varied amounts of time, I was watching a lot of them in the morning. Uh, before work, just 
because that's the because I knew I wouldn't fall asleep because I was doing stuff. Yeah. But like, uh, there are matches that I kind of completely missed. There are matches I fell asleep and didn't care. Well, I don't think I completely missed anything. Go back. But there are matches that like I didn't care if I went back and caught. So there will be the ones where I'm like. Yeah, don't have much to say about this because I fell asleep and didn't care enough to <laughs> didn't go back. Care enough to go back, yeah, yeah. Um, so right. yeah, so we open Ooh. night one with the Usos against uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Um, Rick Boogs. Um, I love Rick Boogs. I think he's amazing. Uh, what are they calling him? Uh, Muscle Mercury? Because he looks like Freddie Something. Mercury. I don't know what they're calling him, but because when he he was in NXT for a bit, and when he debuted, he had long hair and a mustache. Yes. Yeah. And they had him cut his hair, and he looks like a muscled up Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Freddie Mercury. He very like, much does. Like yeah. how, and I know you haven't seen the movie, but like for like Bohemian Rhapsody, like mm. the part in the movie where after he kind of realizes that he's bisexual or gay or whatever yes he then goes like having the short haircut and the mustache yeah. and rick boogs has that look yes. but then he's just jacked <laughs> yeah like to imagine freddie mercury but double that weight <laughs> if not more if not more and and the dude plays guitar like yes. he plays shinsuke's intro yeah and so charismatic uh, yes. so fun yeah. yeah um, so they had a tag match. Um, really nothing notable, I think, for the match. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that really happens is that yeah. Rick Boog suffered a legitimate uh, quad tear. Which um, you did not think was legitimate. I, I didn't the... think it was legitimate because going into the match, he had a kayfabe, which for those that don't know, kayfabe means like storyline. Storyline. Uh, injury to his leg at one point. So I thought it was just part of the match, but what happened was he had one of the Uso brothers on his shoulders, the other one jumped up on top of him, and he and was he attempting to, to carry both of them. Carry, yeah, and then his leg just gave out. Gave out, and and I so I just thought it was part of the match. But the thing that should have clued me into it was that usually if it's, a, if it's part of the storyline, there will be a camera I'm person right there. Yeah. To, to to look at it, you know, and like they never cut back to him. So um, yeah, he like he legit tore his quad. Those can take anywhere from six months to a year, depending on how the rehab goes. So um, you know, best of best wishes to him, you know, for for a full recovery from that because that can be a nasty thing. And Triple H has come back from it twice, you know, and and so. Um, but we'll get to him later. Uh, so Jimmy and Jay, they defend their title successfully uh, against um, Nakamura and Rick Boogs. They perform performing the 1D, not the 3D, the 1D for one and done, which I think is kind of lame, but come up with your own I finish. can tell by the, condes- by the <laughs> condescension in your voice. Yeah. Uh, next match was Drew McIntyre against Happy Corbin. Um, and this match, it felt it was all like, right. Yeah. It, I mean, they're was, two good workers. It um, wasn't great. It wasn't no. bad. It was, it's something it was, you could see on SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, 
the you know talking about kind of builds like I mean they've been working on this for a couple months now, which it's like it just doesn't seem like, like the for, fans connect with it very much. Yeah, like I mean, because they had that day one pay per view yeah. that uh, McIntyre and Moss had a had a match. Lots mm-hmm. of M's in that sentence. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, because they were starting the feud with Corbin before that, but like that was New Year's Day. They've been working on this yeah. feud. It's just like I feel like for someone having that long of a build, like there should have been more. Like yeah, like the, the only thing that I really got anywhere was the the joke that Happy Corbin said about like when he took the sword from McIntyre. Did you, did you hear that joke? You told me. Yeah, because I guess McIntyre named the sword after his mother who had yeah. passed. Yeah. And the joke was that he lost them both, which yes. is like, oof, that's kind of dark. Yeah, but, that's uh, a dark one. But other than that, like, I really didn't care no. about it. Uh, the only cool thing was, you know, McIntyre won, and then they had Moss up on the ropes afterwards, and McIntyre swung <laughs> the sword at him. Like, you know, like... Like on WWE programming, we're just gonna see someone get their sliced in half. Off. Yeah, uh, but he didn't overhead slice. The dude jumped off the side of the ring, and McIntyre cut two of the ropes. Yeah, which, which is, is like cool. they're like steel. They're steel cables under it, so <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. So that sword, which we've said is usually probably blunted, had yes. to be probably super super sharp to oh, do yeah. that. Yeah, and having somebody like Drew McIntyre swing it. You know, it doesn't hurt either, yeah. but yeah, that, yeah was, so that was that was a cool visual. Obviously, he's not going to kill somebody on national TV, right? Um, like, yeah, like I'm like, at no point do I think that this dude's about to get you know sliced up, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was cool to see him cut the ropes, like, and again, like nothing against it, but it was like nothing about the match was like, like oh my, my god, like grabbing, yeah. Uh, also had no idea that nobody had ever kicked out at the end of days until that match. Which end of days is Corbin's finisher, which move. yeah, yeah, it's apparently yeah, they they've built into such a thing that like yeah, no one has kicked out of it. So McIntyre did. So that was. But did you know that? Did you know nobody kicked out of it? I've heard here I've and there never... over the years, but I didn't hear anything recently. I guess I would have thought that by now someone had. Yeah, like when he he had a rivalry with Reigns a few yeah. years ago, and you were thinking that he would have kicked out, but yeah, and it's a knows. cool move, like the momentum going forward and then slamming him back, like it's a yeah, it's a cool looking move, and from a guy that you know the, his size being able to move the way he does is pretty special, and this is it's like oh 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 okay, that's the first time somebody's ever kicked out, so okay. <laughs> Um, so moving on from that, uh, third match, I think is really where things like started to feel like WrestleMania. We had the Mysterios, uh, Ray and Dominic against the Miz and Logan Paul. For those who don't know, Logan Paul, this year's celebrity participant, um, one of, one one of, of, that's true. Yes. One of, uh, but again, much like, was it last year with Bad Bunny? Um, Like, they picked a really good celebrity. Say what you will about Logan Paul. Uh, I don't like him. I don't think he's a very decent human being. 
but he is a good athlete. Because uh, he's a boxer? He's right? a boxer, yeah. He's a boxer. I think he's done... I, I'm pretty sure he grew up playing many, many sports. Uh, but the dude's in great shape. Um, he came out with uh, the world's most expensive uh, Pokemon card chained around his neck. Um, and just as much of an obnoxious heel as the Miz is. Um, and he played the part perfectly. He, like, did the did the Eddie Guerrero shimmy from the top rope. And, and But that was after doing the Three Amigos. After, that's right, I, after doing that. And I'm not sure if you and I have talked about this and I was talking about WrestleMania in our own time, but apparently he had said after Mania, because he's on some... He was on a podcast or something. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he didn't actually practice or yes. like train. Like he just went into the match. So like he did like the three suplexes, and I think he gave himself a concussion on the second one because his head Ooh. hit the the mat oh. because he didn't. But it's just like okay, well that's on you for knowing you had this and not putting <laughs> not any. I mean, training. Yeah. Like if he if he truly didn't train at all, then he did amazing yeah. like it's even more impressive with how well that he did yeah but at the same so time just, if you train you might not give yourself a concussion doing yeah a so i mean yeah the match was all right like yeah he did a good job i've told you dominic mysterio who is legitimately ray mysterio's son yes i think the kid's boring as all hell <laughs> he is pretty like boring. Like, he can wrestle. Like, yes. he has the ability to do things in the ring. But, but he's nothing... toast. Bland. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like, his dad has a mask and has way more charisma than he does. And <laughs> he's just small. Like, he's taller than his dad, but he's tiny. Like, he doesn't really have any muscle on him. Like, he can do... Like I said, he can do stuff in the ring, but... If I, nothing, I've never seen the kid on TV where I've cared, where I have any, I'm like, eh, he gets, like, I love him and his dad, he's when he gets beat up, because yeah, he really can't do anything, and it's just, he's boring, <laughs> I think he, the only reason he's in WWE and in a WrestleMania match is because of his because dad. Of his dad. Yeah, you had said that you had heard someone say that, and you didn't think it was a fair. And then I agreed yeah. and told you all my arguments, and you're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I think you're right." <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. that kid wouldn't be, let alone on WrestleMania, but he wouldn't be in WWE if his dad wasn't really one of the most well-known, respected, cared about yeah. legends. Yeah. Like, yeah, just how yeah. it is. You're probably um, not wrong. Uh, and then yeah, after, so the match, Miz, after the match, after the match, well, Miz and Logan. Yeah. What we should say, Miz and Logan Paul won. Paul won. Yep. And then after uh, the match, and Miz turns on Logan. They had Paul. Miz turn on Logan Paul. Yeah. Because I think WWE want because I guess Logan Paul said that he wants to be a good guy, but uh, no fans cheered for no. the Miz attacking him because no one likes the guy. Yeah. Yeah, the the fans were like, "Yeah, like you, you beat up the idiot." Um and he's like demanding that they make him the f- baby face, but it's like What is that? What was that sound? Apparently a 
car driving by that was super loud. <laughs> My gosh, they were very loud. I could hear that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the story, I think. My goodness. Um, yeah, he he wants to uh, he wants to be a baby face, but it's like fans know who you are. You are the celebrity participant. I mean, there's there's ways they could attempt to write it, but I still think they're just gonna cheer for the Miz no matter what in this if yeah. it's rivalry. So sorry, dude. Like I don't know, I don't know what to tell yeah. you. But uh, uh, so moving on from right. that one. Um, uh, fourth match was Becky Lynch and uh, Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Great match. Really yeah, solid match. match. Uh, both women had great entrances, too. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Becky Lynch, like, because uh, for those that don't know, WWE, before, at the beginning of any of their shows, they have, like, a title card, like, video sequence, like, that's evolved over the years, and it's like become she like the more and more ridiculous. As it's yeah, gone. and like showing the history of like the company and superstars. Mm-hmm. So for Becky Lynch's, she kind of like they had her or she had them like make one, but it's like the evolution of her yes. and her styles and which more was than cool. once they showed the bloody nose with her arms out. <laughs> yeah, which is I pretty mean, much other... the most iconic image of her though yeah but i think it, it was more like you know because when she started in nxt is like some just like irish girl like she'd come out and like do a jig and yeah like to know who she is now like you know the character being big time backs and mm-hmm. like the you know outlandish outfits and all that so like it was showing well, she her looked awesome with the cyberpunk look like, yeah like she was straight out of blade runner like that was that was yeah, super and so cool. then she came out on like an Escalade or something, yes. got introduced, and yeah. Uh, so then, and normally in title matches and wrestling, the champion comes out second. She came out first. Yeah. And then they had Bianca Belair. They had a college uh, marching band like play her music, and then she came out and with the band playing it, and it was really cool. And uh. Yeah, solid match. Uh, they had good, you know, a lot of times uh, Belair would get momentum going and Becky would just, like, kick her and just, like, end it. Like, yeah. just like, no, stop it. She tried to, uh, Becky tried to do a flipping senton off the top rope, didn't jump out far enough and actually connected with the back of her heel into Sasha oh, yeah. Bianca Belair's eye. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Gave her a black eye? Yeah, that was that was nuts. Um, yeah, and then there was the one time when she she had Bianca hanging over the ropes and she did the the leg drop over you know onto the back of yeah. her neck, and Bianca fell over and kicked her in the back of the head. So oh, yeah, it was uh, it was a very physical match. Um, yeah, and, and uh, I so didn't know long... that Becky uses the rock bottom, but she calls it the manhandle slam. Yeah, it's supposed to be a pump handle slam, but it really isn't. Like, no. Well, because when she won it, the title from her, when Becky Lynch won the title from Bel Air at SummerSlam, mm. that's mm-hmm. what she used. Like in the quick gotcha. match, it's just yeah. yeah, it's a very it's a very weak finish. Yeah, finisher. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Bianca Belair won, which she had won 
the SmackDown Women's title WrestleMania of the year before in yes. one of the main events. So she's now back to back champion right. championship winning matches at WrestleMania. Yeah, it was a fun match. It was good. Like so far, like of the matches on the show, that was like the first actually engaging yeah. good one. Or, like Absolutely. really good one in my opinion. Yeah. For sure. Alright, so next was the build up was Seth freaking Rollins, which is the only time I'm going to refer to him as that because I have to make up for the fact that commentators say it every time they refer to him because WWE has insisted, I think, yeah, that that's he has to be referred to that. Uh, So the build up was that Vince McMahon gave him a match but wouldn't tell him who his opponent was until he got to the ring. And so then there was tons of speculation, and it turned out to be a returning Cody Rhodes, yes. who has been gone from WWE for six years, as they said a million times. Yeah. And because uh, he's been in the A, will help start the other companies out there, AEW. Yeah, yeah. Fans were so respawn. worried. Fans were so worried it was going to be Shane. So worried it was going to be Shane. I, <laughs> I mean. I am the Shane McMahon, for people who don't know. Not everyone who listens to our podcast watches wrestling. <laughs> so you can't just say a name and expect people to know who you're talking about. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Until <laughs> you have always liked alienating our audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I feel is odd, because I feel like I would be the one to do that out of the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, but you have done that on numerous occasions over this past year. It's fine. Uh, so, yeah, so Cody Rhodes, uh, uh, he came back, re-debuted, and uh, a lot of people, because it had been noted that he had left AEW, and it was highly rumored and speculated that the opponent would be Seth or uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And so people were wondering if he'd come out to one of his old WWE theme songs or that. And he came, like, pretty much the same thing that he had been doing in AEW. His, like, his personal theme music, his attire, his, like, entrance, like, rising up from the stage. And crowds, like, went nuts going into it and with him coming out. And another really good match. Uh, good back and forth. And a lot of good... know what they're doing. And, you know, they've worked before, like, you know... It's been shown because they're going to be having another match at the pay-per-view coming up. Showing that when Cody Rhodes was in WWE last time, he had had some matches and encounters with Rollins. So, showing the progression of them. And, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of good counters to finishers. And, uh, like, Cody Rhodes has finished as a crossroads where he kind of has a guy's neck hooked. And he, like, turns and kind of flips and turns and mm-hmm. hits the person in the mat. And then, like, towards the end, then he was hanging on and then, like, continuing it. So that was really cool. Yeah. But, That's I mean, cool it was, finish. yeah, like, yeah, and Rollins is at the top of his game right now. Like, with his persona and his in-ring is just, like, one of the best. So, I mean, they had, they had a really great match. Like, you know, the hype, because most wrestling fans who follow stuff online pretty much had a feeling it was going to be those two and 
It was great. It was a really good match. Yeah. Very, very good match. Uh, with Rollins winning at the end, we should say. No, Cody Rhodes won. Oh, nope. Nope, Cody Rhodes. Yep. <laughs> I, yeah, Cody Rhodes numerous won. times while talking about this, I've gone to say Rollins when I meant Rhodes. Yeah. So I'm not sure why. <laughs> but yeah, Cody Rhodes won. That's what I meant to say. Um, really briefly, we'll touch on the Hall of Fame class coming out. Uh, they do it both nights. Um, this year's class was Undertaker, Queen Charmel, the Steiner Brothers, Vader, and Shad Gaspard getting the Warrior Award. Um, for those that don't know any idea who Shad Gaspard is, which is likely. Um, a few months into 2020, he was at a beach with his son. Uh, I think they were out on a boat, maybe, and they, they went into the water... Um, one of them, uh, they started getting pulled away by the by an undercurrent, and he saved his son, but got pulled away by the undercurrent and and drowned. Um, so yeah. he was he was honored for his heroics for his family. <clears throat> um, it is still very strange that the Steiner brothers were there, because um, Scott Steiner of the Steiner brothers. He has said multiple times that the Hall of Fame is just a, a figment of Vince McMahon's grand imagination uh, and that he would never do it. And apparently they cut a big enough check for him to change his mind. So yeah. Um, uh, so it was a very, very strange sight indeed. It was very cool to see Rick Steiner up there, who is known as the Bulldog, uh, up there barking like a dog. That was cool. I always liked Rick Steiner. Um, but uh, but yeah. So which and his and his, his son Rick Steiner, his son is yes in NXT, uh, and so he had inducted them, and yep. so and they've actually, I've been kind of watching some NXT past couple weeks. They've been using his dad and his induction as a storyline. Mm-hmm. There's a guy in NXT who like they had um because. They're the Steiners, but like they're calling the guy as uh, Bronson. No, I'm uh, Brown Breaker. Yes. is his wrestling name. Yes. and uh, he was in the ring talking about like winning his title back, and then the a guy in NXT came on the screen and pretty much had kidnapped his dad, and like. Showed him like they had Rick Steiner there, like tied up to a chair. Oh, jeez! And like, and so wow. the whole implication being that they were torturing him, but then they let him go. But then the guy like took his Hall of Fame ring and had it in a fire, and then put it on. And so they're playing like having a lot of like building a kind of a rivalry based on this guy, like kind of like, going after his family. So I'm like, oh. Wow. It's kind of cool involvement. To... Yeah, yeah, that is cool. That's um, and it's good storyline. Yeah, yep. keep it simple. Uh, after someone's family. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so the next match. Yeah. Again, will be well, will be one that I really, I think I fell asleep. It was Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown title, women's title. I didn't care about this going in. Yeah. I think they're both boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and I fell asleep watching it and didn't care to go back to rewatch it. So, 
That's all I got. I think they're boring. Ronda Rousey is kind of annoying. Charlotte Flair, I think, is annoying. Mm. So I didn't care. I didn't care who won. I didn't care who lost. I didn't, like, I had empathy. Or or didn't. Or, like, apathy. It, like, apathy. And I was just like, <laughs> and that's what they don't want. They want you to have no. some feeling about someone yeah. in wrestling. I could not, could not care about any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I enjoyed the match, uh, kind of like you. I was going into it, kind of like, eh, that's Charlotte and Rousey again, you know. Um, but uh, Charlotte, Charlotte winning, kind of pissed me off a little bit. Um, like, why does she, why why does she need to win again? Um, but yeah, she. I thought the match was enjoyable enough. They um, they were very very physical, um, you know. And at least at least there's that. At least you know it's not it's not like super faked, you know. So um, it was. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was well done match. Um, and the fact that. Ronda, Ronda Rousey was away for basically three years and that she's still she got it quickly at the first time and you know still just able to step in and, and do a good enough job so um, yeah again not a match that people are going to be like you know freaking out about in the future but you know it's uh, I thought it was Wrestlemania worthy uh, match so but moving on to the main event and probably the coolest thing to happen in the show other than Cody Rhodes coming back uh, we had Kevin Owens doing the KO show and for weeks he had been calling out Stone Cold Steve Austin for those that don't know Stone Cold Steve Austin has not wrestled since Wrestlemania 19 he retired from a mounting pile of injuries between his knees and his back and his neck. Um, just, you know, just ravaging his body. Uh, and he left at 38 years old, which is still relatively young for pro wrestling. Relatively young. Uh, he came back at 57 years old to challenge Kevin Owens to a match during the KO show and it wasn't some quick squash match. It was a full like almost well, two minute like match. Kevin, Kevin Owens challenged him oh, it was Kevin to, Owens a no hold, to a no holds barred match. That's what it was. Thank you. To the no holds barred match. And the fact that he was taking bumps onto bare concrete Concrete. floor. Not not yeah, the mat. And, like, and uh, like, you know, he's had, you know, we you know, neck surgery from a broken neck, bad knees. Again, he hasn't wrestled in how many years? Nineteen what was that? years. Nineteen years. He's and, fifty-seven. Yeah, and like he, yeah, and he was taken like, you know, and thrown like, you know, there was stuff there on the match that you could tell because Kevin Owens is an aggressive guy. Like he has matches where he's hard hitting, and you could tell. He was going light on him. Yeah. And rightfully so. Like, yeah. you know. 
You know, that's probably one of his like idols. <laughs> you well, know? That, and like yeah. you know, he hasn't wrestled like he's yeah. He knows how to take give, care of Austin. He's he's given stunt like Stone Cold has given stunners over the years, but he hasn't because he retired because of his injuries. Mm-hmm. He hasn't taken anything in nineteen years, and so yeah, like you know, Owens was going soft on some things, and it's like. Okay, like you know, you see it and you like see like the likeness and some of the moves, but then he'd like whip him into like the turnbuckle post, like out on the floor, which is like a giant like LED post, and he'd get hit into that. Yeah, and then yeah, they're in the crowd. He did a suplex, I hit his back, landed on concrete flooring, like yeah. not like any gimmick flooring, not like. Pe- because people think wrestling, they think everything's staged and fake. Like some of that, that stuff, the they have to take it. <laughs> that is the flooring of the floor, like the at AT and T Stadium. Yeah, there's concrete flooring. Yep, and he's being picked up, tossed <laughs> over the like. Yeah, like I don't know, like if anyone hasn't seen a suplex, like. You're lifted, like, you're facing someone, and he's lifting him over his body and back, and, like, it's, like, it's a, yeah, it's like, the wow. most basic of basic moves, but in that context, it's just, like, amazing that he did yeah. it. And, and they went up the ramp and did it on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And that's were, made of metal. <laughs> which was great, because... Austin, one of his trademarks, is coming out to rain in an ATV. Yes. Because he came out just first, like, just by himself. Then he left and came back with the ATV. So then during the match, Kevin Owens had done something to Austin. And he was trying to leave, so he gets on the ATV. He couldn't start it. <laughs> he couldn't get it to start, which I think was, you know, gimmicked. Oh, of course. Uh, and then Austin gets on it behind him. Yeah. Starts it, drives up the ramp while he's hitting Owens in the back. <laughs> Great. The it back. was so fun. It was like a classic yeah. Austin thing. It was so good. Like, you know, you're not you're not there for to watch a five star match. You're there to see the attraction that it's Stone Cold coming back. And you know, especially in the later parts of his career, he did stuff like that involving like yeah. pouring beer on a guy and you know, get like put him on like an, a four wheeler and doing stupid stuff. Like that was fun. Like yeah. you know, oh, it was great. And it was and like going into that segment, it was the segment was that it was the KO show, his talk show. So it wasn't announced that they were going to have a match, but yeah. everyone again online speculation was that it would be of some sorts. Yeah. So the fact of getting you know. Back in the day, like, when he was going, I mean, Stone Cold was the man. Yeah. The man. Like, you know, talked earlier about setting up stuff in my nerd office. I've got two Stone Cold things I'm looking at right there on my shelf. Like, and, yeah, he was amazing. So to see him in an actual match again and doing stuff, taking bumps, giving bumps, it was awesome. Like, yeah, was it a classic match? No. Was it fun? Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> it was it was tremendously fun. And then, you know, he won. He he beat Kevin Owens because, I mean, there's no way. Like, because one of the build-ups to it was that because it was in Dallas, 
That was where Stone Cold has his first ever wrestling match. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Owens had been talking trash about Texas and Dallas. And I mean, they're bringing back Stone Cold for a match after 19 years. There's no way the dude wasn't winning this match. No, no of course not. Like, course not, not a chance at all. And no. so then he won. And then the next 10 minutes was him having beers thrown to him, doing beer bashes and pouring it and... That's what you see. Byron Saxton. Oh, that was so good. Like <laughs> Isn't that so satisfying? Anno- the most annoying commentator yes. in WWE. And like, just like, oh, and yeah, it was great. And like, you know, Stone Cold has his own, he has a partnership with a brewery out in California. He's now putting out his second beer. He's had IPA for the past couple of years, and now he's coming out with a lager. And... I mean, well done by his part in WWE. Like, they had a can sitting on the ring and on the mat, and they'd show, like, show an angle of Stone Cold. There's a can with yep. the label facing out. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, we we're going to push my beer. <laughs> and, like, the one announcer, Corey Graves, every time he hit, he goes, Oh, that's Broken Skull Lager. Like, <laughs> dropping the name of it. And, yep. like, I mean, that's. You know, talking earlier about don't care about matches and like, oh, this is fun. Oh yeah, it was just like you yeah. know, like Made I said, you feel it's like not like the a classic era again. Yeah, it was fun, and that's you know when you know Stone Cold's going to be on the show, that's what you want. Mm-hmm. You want him putting a beating on someone. You want him Stop driving down in a four wheeler, stomping a mud hole, and you want him just doing the beer bash, you know, the yeah. two can smash. Pour on his face, yeah, and just having someone throw more cans beer, beer on his and... shirt than actually drink being yeah. drank. <laughs> but enough that enough going into his mouth though that yeah, and it's like you know it was awesome, like great way to end the first night, like yeah. going into it, like hearing that that was going to be like the main event of the first night of WrestleMania. You're like, really, like a talk show segment? But when that talk show segment. Pretty much is the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're like, okay, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. All the other matches can go before that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And yeah, it was fun. It was, yeah, it was so cool. It was yes. a fun, that was a fun one. Fun way to end the first night, too. I I completely agree. Um, Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring uh, put something out there. So today, Junior. I I think I think we should leave night two for next week. Really? <laughs> I hear I hear lots of baby crying up there. Okay. Boys still aren't in bed, and I'm starting to. Okay. I'm starting to get nod. I'm starting All to right. nod off. We can't. I don't think. I don't know if we should start getting in the habit of doing. It no, I know. No, I know. But okay. I really well, like have, night two is awesome. Second night to get yeah. to, and, and with just as many matches, and you know, yeah. I'm really glad I went out of my way to watch that match tonight. <laughs> I just to not talk about it. Well, you know, somebody's got to disappoint you, and, it, it, yeah. and it's good if it's me. <laughs> hey. Do what you're good at. <laughs> so, all right. So next week we will talk about night two for WrestleMania. <laughs> we'll have our own two part oh, extravaganza. You are, so, you are so lucky that I can hear your baby and know you have a baby, and I'm like, 
Like, because I, you know, what sort of jerk am I going to be like, no, ignore your baby, ignore your family, this is my time. (laughs) So, yeah, okay. So, calling an audible, we'll punt it to next week. That's right. Night two. Oh, oh God. Good stuff. So, all right. So, yeah. So, that's our brief recap of, or as brief as we could be, because there are people who have gone into much more detail than we do about these things. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's night one of WrestleMania. So, next week, we will uh, do night two. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we move on, or before we end, you know, reminder, and Twitter and Instagram. Handle is a Smitty FM podcast. Please uh, follow, you know, interact with the post, mm-hmm. you know, share them, you know, on Twitter, retweet them. Uh, and Instagram, you can share the <clears throat> post your stories. Like, yeah, just get put the them out. out there. Get the word out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interact with us. Like rate, it. Just rate us on please. Spotify. Uh, Yes, uh, which you can listen to us on Spotify, and we don't need to get into the whole list. You, by now, you should know where to listen, or if you are listening, just do it where you are now. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't keep, need more, keep you don't need more platforms. <laughs> you found us somewhere, listen to us on that somewhere. That's so, right. <laughs> uh, so, but yes, on Spotify, give us a five-star rating, please. Because uh, it does help, you know, give us some, you know, push us, like, so other people might find us on there. Uh, so, for Ryan, Ryguy, Amy, I am Justin Smitty-Smith. Thank you for listening to Smitty FM Podcast, and we will catch you next week. That's right. Keep it locked.